Minneapolis, Minnesota. And good morning again, everyone. And we begin, as most of you know, with our morning chant. And uh, we've been doing recently the suffusion with the divine abiding. So you can open that up and then join in if you'd like. So let's make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with compassion, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with gladness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, <clears throat> and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, 
immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. And we take the time to settle into the posture for the meditation now, doing whatever we can to feel at home in the body. Willing to relax, to soften, widen, not afraid to feel what's moving now in the body in the sitting posture. So not a momentary closeness, but a real settledness, not afraid of the exposure being embodied. feeling what we feel. And with this training we've been working on these last few months, the Buddhist teachings on mindfulness of breathing, the instructions in a way presume that our mind is already relatively free of the hindrances So if you do have distractions and difficulties that are showing up in your body with your emotions or with your thinking mind, you might just try committing yourself to the instructions as a way to abandon and prevent these unwholesome distractions from taking over the mind. So instead of thinking you got to get in there and get rid of the bad stuff before you can do the practice, you might just go ahead with a real sense of confidence. Just do your best to pick up and give yourself to the instructions. So the Buddha invites us to establish mindfulness to the fore, which is just a remembering that this experience now is being known. So we're remembering the present moment, which means this experience is being known. We're recognizing that mindful knowing, that mindful awareness, that it's like this now, that this is being known. And we're keeping the present moment in mind. And in doing that, we can feel what it's like to be non-distracted, to be present. And the Buddha asks us then to pick up a more specific training while breathing in, noticing the relative length of that in-breath while breathing out, noticing the relative length or qualities of that out-breath. So we're using the physicality of breathing in and out as an exclusive 
meditation object. We're choosing, it's a training, remember, we're choosing to be attentive of just this one thing, the quality, the length of the in-breath and then the out-breath, one half-breath at a time. So in a sense, we're just tracking the ordinary sensations of breathing in and breathing out and letting everything else fall into the background. You don't have to push other sense experiences away. Instead, cultivate an interest with the meditation object, the physicality of breathing in, the physicality of breathing out, just to notice the very lawful refinement of the breathing process as you feel more settled. So we're just doing the best we can and beginning again and again as needed. And we're abandoning, letting go of any obligation to attend to the diversity of our sense experience, sounds, other sensations, thoughts, emotions, whatever. And we're picking up this particular training just to be with the sensations of breathing in and breathing out. And we get this opportunity to cultivate an unwavering attentiveness. Really, it's a not forgetting the meditation object, which is this physicality of breathing in, breathing out. Keeping the breath in mind through the in-breath and keeping the breath in mind through each out-breath. Bring your whole heart into this training without getting tight about it.
And whenever you feel ready, the next instruction the Buddha says, one trains oneself while breathing in, experiencing the whole body. One trains oneself while breathing out, experiencing the whole body. So we're letting go of this exclusiveness of the breath as the anchor. The breath is still there, but now more in the background, so that in the foreground of attention is this natural interest in the totality of the body as we're breathing in, as we're breathing out. So in a sense, we're allowing the body to be what it is as we're breathing in. We're allowing the sensations of the body to be what they are as we breathe out. And with some sincerity, you'll begin to experience a healing effect, the mind being open to the entirety of the body without judgment, without trying to fix anything, without obsessing about the places in the body that are painful or that feel tight. But it's a more general yes to the totality of the body as it is. And then with the out-breath, the same thing. So begin to feel the Buddha invites us to experience the calming effect in the body, that embodied calm, that embodied well-being. And by noticing that calming effect, it will naturally deepen and spread And if you need a meditation word to help keep this calming effect in mind, you could just repeat the words, calming the body as you breathe in, calming the body as you breathe out. But remember, it's really an invitation. We're not trying to make something happen. It's more about noticing the deepening, spreading calm as you breathe in and as you breathe out. And it's important because it will undo deep habits in our mind. It's important as you're breathing in and as you're breathing out to be interested in the good feeling in the body, this embodied calm, 
this embodied well-being. Does it mean that there aren't other experiences in the body that you could pay attention to? There probably are. But we're choosing to attend to the good feeling in the body, that general sense of the body's calmness, the body's well-being, the mind not having a problem with the body. So we're specifically keeping that good embodied feeling in mind as we breathe in, keeping that good, pleasant, even embodied feeling in mind as we breathe out, even if it's faint. Because we're learning the map of the Buddha's instructions, we'll move in to the second set of four instructions called the second tetrad. And the Buddha asks us to train ourselves while breathing in to recognize, experience, joy, this lightness of the heart. And the same as we breathe out. So we're getting interested in this specific quality of the mind, this joyful interest, this lightness or buoyancy of the heart that begins to recognize everything's happening on its own. This upwelling of joy this movement of joy as you're breathing in, keeping it in mind, as you're breathing out, doing your best to keep it in mind. And again, you can use a meditation word or meditation phrase. For example, you could repeat the phrase experiencing joy or sensing joy with each in-breath, each out-breath.
joy is often related to this sense of trust, trusting that everything is happening on its own, and the heart begins to delight in that activity, the activity of our body and mind without the friction of fear, without the friction of needing, thinking we have to be in control, thinking we have to do. So breathing in, recognizing that subtle sense of delight, of flow, of lightness, as well as with each out breath. It really matters what we pay attention to. So experiment and really take up this instruction with a whole heart, breathing in, experiencing joy, breathing out, experiencing joy. And even if you sense that the mind is governed by some heavier mind state, some fear or some reactivity, there is a, there is a way of stepping back and noticing that even those negative states of mind are happening on their own. It's just that free activity of body and mind, the free activity activity of habit, and the heart can actually delight that even the unwholesome habits of mind are happening on their own. Just stuff happening. A lot of this is having learned the lesson of stepping back or sensing a bigger container, a bigger space in which to observe and to know the moment. 
and this joy will naturally mature into a more quiet ease of the heart. So the sixth instruction, the Buddha says, one trains oneself while breathing in, experiencing this happiness, this ease of the heart. One trains oneself while breathing out, experiencing this ease of the heart, this contentment. Being content with the conditions that are moving here, realizing that this ease of contentment is always an option, even now. So a phrase, if you need that support, a meditation phrase could be breathing in, experiencing this ease of the heart or ease with conditions, something like that. We're learning to really trust this contentment, this ease of the heart. And with this greater grounding connection with the ease here, contented ease, the Buddha asks us to train as we're breathing in, noticing the mental activity just as it is, breathing out, noticing, experiencing the mental activity perceptions, the intentions, the thoughts. But with this sense of dispassion, it's just thoughts, just intention, just feeling tone, perception, all this mental activity being known. Not a, neither for nor against the mental activity that's being known. Realizing that thinking doesn't have to be a problem. Breathing in this awareness of mental activity, 
breathing out awareness of mental activity. And the insight here is that thoughts are just thoughts, natural phenomena that come and go according to many causes and conditions. No need to identify, but also no need to push thoughts away. We're learning this new way we could call Dispassion is not attachment with thoughts. And of course, without attachment, identification with thinking and the other mental activities, all these mental activities begin to quiet down. So now the eighth instruction, the Buddha says, one trains oneself while breathing in, quieting the mind, quieting mental activity. One trains oneself while breathing out, quieting this mental activity. But we don't force this, it's a natural happening because of the contentment and ease, because of the dispassionate attitude toward the mental activity. Thoughts and all the other mental activities begin to quiet. And we simply notice that as we breathe in, and we notice that relative quiet of the mind as we breathe out. So we'll continue for another five minutes or so in silence, just doing the best you can, and let that be good enough.
noticing mental tranquility. And it's always good to take a moment at the end of a sitting period just to find some gratitude that we've undertaken this training, like sense the wholesomeness of getting to know the mind and how to work with the heart and mind and how to cultivate wholesome states and noticing the relative settledness and the relative sensitivity now as you begin to make adjustments, opening the eyes if they've been closed. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.